on SEN. Jack Revolt's Tiger Time for Swintopia, Swinburne University of Technology's open world experience. Uh, it certainly is. Welcome to Jack Rewald's Tiger Time for Swintopia. Switch up the scenery and discover student life with Swinburne's open world experience. Sam Hargrave's in the chair this evening, joined by the man himself. And it has been a, a very, very big week uh, for the Richmond Football Club, as we know, for a lot of different reasons. Uh, the win against Fremantle, probably least of all at the moment in the minds of many, uh, but there is a massive game ahead for them this week. This could be one of the games of the year. Friday night, Geelong and Richmond cannot wait. A mouth-watering clash He's set to unfold there. But there's some things to work through first and uh, fronting up, as he always does, because his name's on the show. So he sort of has to. He's Jack Rewalt uh, up in Hub Life on the Gold Coast. Hello, mate. Hello, Sammy. Thanks for filling in, in again tonight for Jackie Heaven. We've, uh, we've, well, we certainly haven't downgraded because last show that we did together <laughs> was an absolute corker. Oh, they still talk about it. Corker. <laughs> still, it's rating, rating number one, I reckon, on iTunes. I don't know the actual facts, but I'm going to call it. It's, uh, Let's go it's with that. of the century, mate. But, oh, the century. No, Jared uh, Whiteley will be very, very disappointed to hear us laying claim to that. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> uh, mate, it's been a well, it's been a uh, well after a, a, not a great performance against the Dockers, but uh, the ability to get over the line and get the four points—it's been pretty difficult and sort of somber mood around the around the hub up here. And uh, yeah, obviously uh, not not uh, not ideal circumstances post that game. No, they weren't. So let's go through them uh, and we'll, we'll jump just straight into that and we'll talk about the win over Fremantle uh, soon. But uh, let's address the elephant in the room that is Callum Coleman-Jones and Sydney Stack. The events early Friday morning that uh, led to uh, what we now know is them being suspended for 10 weeks and being sent home uh, from the hub and uh, the f- club being fined $75,000 and then having the suspended 25000 put on top of that from what happened with uh, Brooke Cochin. So $100,000 fine to the club, 10-week suspension for both of those. Take us through the events of that night and that day and, and how we found ourselves where we are now. Yeah, well, look, I think first things first is that um, we've, had, we've had two young men make a very, or make not, not one, but a lot of very poor decisions. Mm. Um, and... and the easy thing to do is to ostracise them from the group and say, "Look, that was their that was their choice." But the the, the sign of a good football club and the sign of a good organisation is that we own it. And the, and the chief came out and spoke the other day and said, "Look, it's um, clearly it's not ideal." And, and us, like uh, the fans and like people out there that are reading the the article and seeing this unfold, are um, pretty gutted, or not pretty gutted. We, we, we're we're gutted about how this has gone down because we know that it, it affects us and it affects us all and in many different ways. Um, but directly affecting us is that um, our football clubs copped a, a pretty decent, pretty decent whack, um, and deservedly so because we've stepped outside of the the guidelines and um, and I think the chief said that we've we've lost well and, and I agree with him is that we've lost some respect from. From people in the in the media circles, people in the football fraternity, and um, yeah, that's that's. Uh, I think that's the thing that cuts the the deepest the most is that we feel like we're a great organisation, um, and and we've had a couple of young men that have, have, have like I've said, made the decision to to pull against the fabric of of our organisation, and, and it really hurts. Yeah, it really really hurts. So this is the the second time that the club has found themselves on the wrong side of a, of a COVID breach. Um, and we can go through all that at the moment, but just take us through 
um, for you guys. And we know the situation and, and the circumstances around what both the guys did. The club had a nine-day break. They'd been given approval to celebrate the birthdays of a couple of players. Uh, that had wrapped up, and, and these two decided to get in an Uber, which was the first breach, go to a... An establishment that was the was wasn't um, where they weren't allowed to go, and then we've seen the footage of what happened at the kebab store after there, and the altercation that uh, ensued after that. The, the police involvement, and and then the penalties that have been handed down since. Take us through from your point of view. I suppose when you first heard that this had happened, and then how it sort of played out after that. Because if I was in your position, I can imagine that the moment I'd heard that had happened, I can imagine how I would feel. How did you feel? I was probably a little bit of disbelief, really. Um, mm. we, are, we are in... Well, most of the players are in, in one hub. We've got some families over at, at the Royal Pines, which is a sort of stone's throw away from here. But most of the players are in this hub. And then the news started to filter between us sort of early morning. Um, and, and then you sort of just go into... You just go into wanting to obviously know what's going on and, and uh, find out the facts before rumours start to spread and, and it was released pretty early um, the AFL got onto their investigation and the club got into their investigation pretty early but for, for us it's just I mean, we can't we can't do anything about the night and so you sort of go into a mode of like radio. this is what's happened let's get the facts on the table let the, the powers to be because this is a, above a player's leadership group um, decision it goes to mm. the, 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 the higher powers and and that's with the AFL and obviously the high powers of the club. And they'll make the decision. They make the decision on the on the penalty, which they've done, and they pass that down. But for us, the, we go into a mode of what can we what can we directly affect? So you, you look at your your playing group, um, and you start to put all your energy into into them because there's there's guys here that are that are great friends with Callum Coleman Jones and Sydney Stack, and have grown up with them through a draft and spent a lot of time with them in here in a hub and. Um, Whilst they'll be extremely disappointed, they're also worried about their, their mate. Um, because naturally, when you care for someone, if they do something wrong, you, you're angry at them at the start, but then you start to go, oh, oh, like, oh, you, you, you care for their mental health and you care for them as a person. And, and we, we sort of put all our energy into that to make sure that, that our younger, younger group are, uh, are okay. Um, it's, a, it's a really big issue. And, it, um, and, and the older guys that have been around have sort of seen stuff when... Other clubs have been in situations like this, or we found ourselves in in sort of situations that haven't been um, haven't been the greatest of, of situations. But we we learn our lessons from those, and we we go into the management of our people. So um, that's sort of probably I reckon the culture part of it. Now the culture's been questioned by outside people, and well, I want to get to that with you. Oh, we we will get to that, and and it's great to have you here to be able to play us out through the process of what went on and. When is there for when the playing group get to hear it? And you spoke about when that came started to come through. Were you were there feelings of anger? Were, were, were players frustrated and 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 angry? And this is not about uh, as you say trying to hang these guys out to dry. But I'm just and I think a lot of people are curious as to the initial response because if there's one more um, COVID breach from Richmond, then there's premiership points that can be stripped and there's draft picks and things like that. So it is really serious for, for many, many reasons. And we know about the COVID side of things but and about the game and, and the tender hooks that it's on and being able to play in Queensland and what needs to happen for that to continue and all those things. But there's also a very serious repercussion if this is to happen again. So is there anger from the playing group when, stuff like this, when, when this actually happened? Well, Sam, I think there's a whole wide range of emotions that go yeah. through and then... Um, naturally, there's there's some frustration, or well, a lot of frustration, I'd say, from from some people because they understand, we understand the consequences. Mm. Um, we understand the consequences that 
we've put ourselves in and um, we only have ourselves to blame um, mm. because this is a team sport and we're not going to ostracise the boys and, and throw them out. We, we, we're going to own it. Um, and, and I think the club's done that really well. Um, it's, uh, yeah, there's a whole wide range of emotions that go through. So you're taking it as a failure of a football club, not as a failure of two people? Well, that's team sport. You can't yeah. take it as a failure of two people. They've gone against the grain of, of what we're about. And, and the majority of our actions, and I say majority, I mean 99.999% are of solid, solid, good cultured football club and a club that is built on respect and mm. built on... Um, Connection, uh, built on love and, and built on care for each other. But these two young men, they made two really poor decisions. And that's not going to define us in the back end of the season. We're not going to look back on this and go, oh, look at that. But we've got to learn our lesson from it because, as you mentioned, we're in a position where um, it's uh, yeah, we're, we're right on the borderline of, of going over um, into, into the next sort of stage of punishments, which... Um, are pretty severe, so we're on heightened alert as well. We know that mm. we need to to maintain the the regulations as every side does up here. So, um, I mean, it, it, for us, it's I say it's a learning lesson, but it's yeah, it's a it's a one a very expensive one, mm. um, and two, it's a it's it's been a pretty damaging one for the brand of the, of the club, and, yep. and we're really disappointed about that. I think what people would respect from what you said earlier is that you labelled it straight away. It's not a mistake because that brushes it off, but as a very, very poor choice and a bad choice that those guys made. And I think those kind of words are important when things are being addressed. Um, You mentioned it before, but this has led to people and these sort of conversations had been brewing a little through the year after just little things here and there that have cropped up uh, during Richmond's season. But your culture now as a club and your attitudes are being called uh, into question by some people during the media. How does that sit with you, and, and how do you feel like you'd like to respond to that? Do you feel like the club now has a culture problem? Do you feel like the club is now arrogant and can and, and are able to do whatever you want because you've won a couple of premierships? Because these are some of the things that are being levelled at the Tigers and at the players at the moment. Yeah, look, I, 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 well, I completely disagree with um, the word arrogant as, as this football club. Um we're, we've got some extremely humble people in here mm. and they would cringe uh, yep. hearing that. And I would cringe about them saying that about our people. Um, I think there's a, the difference is the brand has really been affected and, and it's a brand that we like. We do so much work on and that's the hard thing for us is that we mm. look at this and go, geez, that's really hurt our brand. And we do um, some amazing things in the Lana Mellon Foundation space. Black yep. Lives Matter has been, well, I feel like we've been the, the, the industry leader in that. Uh, KGI and all these other programs that that happen behind the scenes that we put and players put a lot of energy in and, and staff at this football club put a lot of energy in and that's been really hurt by this because they're our partners and they're, and, and they're things that we care about and, and they've been brought into to, um, the spotlight because of the actions of two. The the culture is... It's the bounce back. The culture is, is the other things I'm speaking about. The actual... What, what, well, what are we going to do now? It's It's... Yes, we've we've stuffed up, and yes, the brand's been affected, and and yes, we've lost some respect from from people in the industry, from other supporters, and from our own supporters. Of we'd be feeling down about the way that the club's been painted at the moment. But the culture mm. is what you do next. H- how do you bounce back? How, wh- how do you prepare and put this behind and get ready for for Friday night, as you said off the top, in a massive game of AFL football? How do you look after your people to get them through and get them going again? So it's. The culture will be what pans out over the next period of time. 
and that's not just the back end of the season, but that's on in, into the future, and that's how our young men will grow, and young women in our in our AFLW program will grow. So that is the culture of, of the football club, and and I have a firm and strong belief that the leaders that we have around this club, and that's players, Peggy, Brendan, Dimmer, everyone that's in a senior management position, is pushing in the right direction. We've had a, we've had a, a couple of slip ups and a couple of massive blues, but we are pushing in the right direction. We learn, we grow, and we've been planted again. So we, it, it, it will be the, I suppose, the true, the true showing of culture. There's varying texts coming through from Richmond fans uh, on the plus and the negative side uh, and from fans of other clubs as well. But what would you say to fans of your club? And there are some of them uh, and plenty of them. It's about half and half at the moment. Um, obviously very supportive, but voicing their disappointment at the club at the moment. What would you say to the, to the fans who are really disappointed in what's happened here? On, on, and there's varying things that they might be disappointed to in, in, in this story, but... To encapsulate it, what would you say to someone who said, "I'm really, I'm really feel let down by the club from this"? Yeah, look, I think I'd just empathise with them and, and, mm. and say that we, we are in that position as well. There's players here that that are gutted, absolutely gutted about what's happened because they've been dragged into something that is so against the grain of of, of their own ethos and the club ethos. So we're we're hurting as well, um, and we we the last thing that the players want. Is to be in the media for the for the wrong reasons, and that's 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 all I can really say is that we are we are bloody hurting as mm. well. It's 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 really uh, it's really cut deep in in a lot of our guys, and um and I think that's what steals us to go well. How can I make up for this mistake? Like how can I how can I get the get the love and get the connection back to those fans that that have been hurt because they I mean we've got a hundred thousand members that. That have paid their money up, and 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 I, I can I can empathise with them that they are hurting because I'm feeling the same feelings, and other players that are that are down here in the hallway that have moved away from their families and whatnot in all different circumstances are feeling the same feelings. So that's all all I can really say.